1: The Tea biz Podcast delivers tea news that you need to know. A recap of the week's major headlines with commentary and cultural trends hosted by Dan Bolton. It is the voice of origin for tea professionals and enthusiasts worldwide. Think of us as a digital caravan of storytellers, bringing authentic, authoritative, and exclusive stories to you weekly from the tea lands. Tea is a fascinating and intricate topic far more complex than one person can master. That is why the T biz portal enlists 40 voices skilled in 12 languages to tell the story of tea. Our expertise resides in professionals who know the tea lands from birth and speak the native tongue. We believe that transparency is grounded in authentic storytelling that begins at origin. Hello everyone. Here are this week's headlines. China's heat wave is deadly to man and tea. Bangladesh tea workers have ended their strike, and a study shows tea drinkers live just a little longer. Plus, Alan Lai, founder and CEO of Profile Print, describes how the company's digital food analyzer distills in seconds sensory data from plant-based samples creating a digital fingerprint that describes the quality, origin, and composition of tea. More in a minute, but first, this important message. What makes a perfect cup of Ceylon tea? The perfect cup is from the tea businesses that ensure the protection of all the children living within their tea estates. We salute Keilani Valley, Tallahassee Boga-Wanthalawa, Harana, and Elliptia Tea Estates. Support Save the Children, Sri Lanka. Century-scale predictions that China's tea-growing regions are vulnerable to extreme hot spots have come to pass. In China, the latest of three consecutive extreme temperature events has lasted a cumulative 75 days. Temperatures as high as 42 C, that's more than 107 degrees Fahrenheit, have been recorded. What was once considered once-in-a-century extreme heat waves are 30 times more likely today, given the current level of global warming. Trade publications carry grim reports of sunburned tea, Defoliated and dying in the Sichuan Basin and the lower reaches of the Yangtze River. Record highs in Hangzhou threaten the root stock that produces West Lake Longjing. Growers predicted spring production will decline by 20% and that prices will soar. The summer yields are expected to decline sharply and autumn teas are in jeopardy. In Sichuan, interruptions in hydropower are preventing factory operations in some areas. In Yunnan, China attempted to seed clowns with limited success chemically. Grain fields are the priority. Rainfall in the Yangtze Basin is 40 percent lower than normal. A LinkedIn post by Robert Chung, a tea exporter in Changsha shows widespread damage to Hunan, he writes that the summer harvest is almost ruined. Quote, they say this may be the coolest summer for the future 40 years, end quote. Research has shown that at wet bulb temperatures of 35 degrees Celsius, which is about 95 Fahrenheit, a healthy person may not survive outdoors for more than six hours. Several deaths attributed to heat were reported, all associated with organ failure when the core body temperature hits 100 degrees. At one point, 194 national meteorological stations across the country recorded record high temperatures, according to T Weekly, a publication of the China Cooperative Times. In 2013, Shanghai reported five days of 104 degree that's 40 Celsius, heat. Already this year, the city of 25 million has experienced seven days of 104-plus temperatures. The 2013 extreme heat wave lasted for 62 days in the North China Plain, an agriculturally fertile region comparable to the American Midwest maximum temperatures top 38C, but the accompanying humidity caused researchers at MIT more significant concern. They found that the risk of death increased significantly because of intensive irrigation. In tea-growing regions where water is still plentiful, irrigation pumps are used to spray a mist over the tea trees to lower temperatures. Unfortunately, MIT found that, quote, Increased vulnerability to heat arises because the irrigation exposes more water to evaporation, leading to higher humidity in the air than would otherwise be present, and exacerbating the physiological stresses of the temperature. The findings, published in the journal Nature Communications, revealed that Chinese people working outdoors, quote, Face the greatest risk to human life from rising temperatures of any location on earth. Interpol. A Bangladeshi government ordered increase in daily wages has appeased 150,000 striking tea workers who were seeking a pay raise to $3 per day. The compromise rate of 170 takas. Which is about $1.78 per day, was decided by Prime Minister Sheikassina Wazid. Neither tea workers nor growers say they are happy with the compromise. Workers, however, returned to the tea fields and factories on August 29th after 20 days of nonviolent protests. Labor unions representing workers at 167 commercial tea gardens on August 9th ordered two-hour work slowdowns that soon became a nationwide strike. Workers say the 50 taka increase is insufficient given the steep increase in the cost of food. Growers complain that hikes in fuel and fertilizer exceed the cost of production. To earn a daily wage, workers, who are mainly female, must collect 32 kilos, which is about 70 pounds of raw leaves. In addition to wages, growers must provide housing for permanent workers, 10.5 kilos of subsidized grain, free education for children, and health care. Estates that employ 1,200 or more workers must also erect a hospital and staff it with at least one doctor. Grower Cyrus Fozzie, quote, writes, the strike demanding a higher wage has two sides like a coin. There is a dire need to resolve the situation as the raw leaves are going to waste. He urged the tea board to take a stand by working together with the owners and the tea workers so the workers' lifestyle can be changed and the tea industry can grow and prosper, end quote. Business Insight Bangladesh is a major tea-producing country, but residents consume virtually all of the 96 million kilos grown there annually. During the past two years, the government has encouraged additional production for export, which increased to about a million kilos in 2021. The government target is 10 million kilos by 2025. The local markets valued at 370 million and growing by 6 to 7%, and exports that once topped 5 million are currently generating less than 2.5 million in sales. Analysis of health data from a half million UK adults suggests black tea drinkers live a little longer than their non tea drinking peers. Researchers at the National Cancer Institute in the U.S. found that drinking two or more cups of tea daily lowered the risk of death by any cause by 9 to 13%. The observational analysis of a huge trove of data contained in the UK biobank found the results held true regardless of diet, age, race, and gender findings were adjusted for risk factors, including health, wealth, coffee drinking, smoking, and drinking alcohol. The study was published this week in the Annals of Internal Medicine. Participants in the study, aged 40 to 69, and drinking black tea experienced fewer incidents of heart disease and strokes. Maki Inui Choi, the study's principal author, writes there was no evidence linking tea consumption to a reduction in cancer deaths. The study participants averaged 56.5 years of age. Participants in the study uploaded personal health habits between 2006 and 2010, with a median follow-up at 11 years. The results were not changed by adding milk or sugar to tea, but portion size and strength were not assessed. While these findings may offer reassurance to tea drinkers, they do not indicate that people should start drinking tea or change their tea consumption for health benefits, according to Inui Choi. Research based on green tea consumption has long demonstrated health benefits such as the reduction of inflammation in the body, but few large scale studies focus on black tea. In this study, 85% of participants were tea drinkers and 90% of that group reported drinking black tea. Business insight. Additional research is needed as moderate tea drinkers were also found to smoke less, consume less red and processed meats, and drink tea at lower temperatures. Professor Fernando Rodriguez Ataligo at the University of Madrid told Bloomberg News, the study doesn't address whether those who do not consume tea regularly would improve their health by drinking it. Marion Nestle, a professor of food studies at New York University writes, quote, observational studies like this always raise the question, is there something else about tea drinkers that makes them healthier? She advises, a cautious interpretation seems like a good idea. Arvindan and Theraman in Bengaluru reports on this week's tea auction prices. Siliguri saw a similar trend as the pre- previous week, and among buyers, Tata consumer products were active for both leaf and dust. In the south, sale volumes were slightly lower than sale 30, while the percentage of sale was good, but 90% of dust sold at Cochin, by 80% of orthodox leaf sold in Cochin and Kunur. Good orthodox tea continues to hold on to the market, opened by the Sri Lankan crisis, and that's expected to continue. And now, a word from our sponsor.
0: Hello, I'm Bogdan a passionate tea drinker and the inventor of the ultimate tea machine, the brewmaker one. Preparation is key to making fine tea. Sequential steepings deliver the best taste possible and unlock the true value of whole leaf teas and botanicals. Brew automates that process without using any pots or capsules. This simple-to-operate smartphone control device stores steeping profiles to consistently make great tea at the push of a button. Brew also reduces time, waste, and energy. That's because I engineered the brew to remember control settings for temperature, brewing time, and quantity. Using my patented process lets you stack steeps simply and conveniently.
1: PBiz travels to Singapore to discuss tea traceability and authentication with Alan Lai, founder and CEO of Profile Print, a digital food analyzer that distills in seconds sensory data from plant-based samples. The result is a digital fingerprint used to describe the quality, origin, composition, and even blending recommendations for tea. Alan Lai is the founder and CEO of ProfilePrint, a Singapore-based agri-food tech company that has developed a rapid AI food analyzer. ProfilePrint can rapidly authenticate, identify alteration, and predict taste profiles for tea blending. The platform uses a proprietary machine learning algorithm, sensors, and chemometrics To produce a digital profile of samples of any plant based product. The initial focus is tea, coffee, cocoa, rice, grains, spices, and traditional Chinese medicine, products prone to counterfeit varieties and other scams. An aeronautical engineer by training, Allen spent the early part of his career in the United Kingdom, China, and Singapore working in the areas of private equity investment and technology. Thanks so much for joining us on our podcast. We appreciate your taking the time to talk to our listeners about profile print and the exciting work you guys are doing in Singapore.
0: My pleasure. Thanks, Dan, for inviting me.
1: How can the tea industry use your technology?
0: our focus was a lot on the tea industry to begin with. Uh, What we saw was that there was a lot of inefficiencies in the current supply chain. So starting, of course, from the growers, whenever they produce good quality products, they are typically not given the price that is based on quality, but often today is based on purely quantity. That then, of course, allow middlemen to then up-price, arbitrage, and make quite good money um, over the consumers. This part can be now potentially better addressed by having a better way to assess quality firstly, more objectively, and secondly, more rapidly, meaning you do not send it to a lab, it's not onerous, and you do not need expertise to be able to do that. But yet, on the, the other hand, we are not going to take away the potential value add that middlemen are adding. Don't underestimate the value that the middlemen are adding into the supply chain. They are the one that's coordinating the sales. They are adding values in terms of shipping. They're clearing customs. And they are the ones who identify where the market is. So they must continue to maintain that competitive edge over other traders, other middlemen. So what our technology does is while at one time we are able to help the quality of the ingredients be better assessed, yet at the same time This value is kept private for the user. We are not opening up to the level where everybody can see exactly the quality. We increase more efficiency, yet at the same time without removing away the value add for the middlemen who are adding into the system that's necessary for the industry.
1: How does it work?
0: When you have tea leaves, you take a quick scan that takes a few seconds, you get the molecular signature that does not correspond to anything meaningful. They look like just data points. Now, this data points then goes into the artificial intelligence model that models being trained will then be able to identify and give insights to what quality based on user requirement, or whether this corresponds more to a certain type of tea rather than other teas or even potentially origin of tea. Sensor technology this rapid, non-destructive, together with artificial intelligence methodologies that allow us to pick up a molecular signature of ingredient each time, every time, within seconds. Users using a mobile phone or laptop will be able to access the information anywhere,
1: um, anytime. Initially, you teach the machine to recognize profiles viewed conventionally as high-quality, award-winning tea. Tea makers can also calibrate the model based on samples to confirm that the finished teas they are making meet their unique preferences, and blenders can use this model to achieve consistency.
0: If you define, let's say, 10 parameters to be what is essentially important to, to define that tea, then you can then use these parameters to build and train the model to identify but now become customizable meaning that if i am a low value t trader and i don't really understand what the market really needs i would then logically not be able to pick up the key criteria to assess that fingerprint to make it useful so value add comes from the expertise of the user so the more value add that you bring to train it the more value get out of the model for you to assess the quality for your clients.
1: Every tea maker has a distinctive way of manipulating the gifts of the terroir on their choice of varietals and pluck. It strikes me that during processing, a tea maker is composing a masterpiece of molecules by enhancing the intensity of aromatics, for example, roasting to add mouthfeel, or diluting tannins to achieve a specific style and taste.
0: Totally. And I think this is exactly a sweet spot for us. Human processing creates a unique signature. And because of that, that becomes important characteristics because someone who is a master in achieving a certain taste profile will be able to consistently create that signature, that profile Print is able to recognize. Now, someone else who uses the same origin, who may have the same molecular signature but we produce in a sub, optimal way, will naturally have a different molecular signature. Now, that becomes then a way for us to lock in that signature and to be able to re-identify that specific master's quality along the way, provided that it is indeed uniquely different and is consistently different as he produces it. Which
1: is sometimes the actual definition of a master.
0: And I totally agree with your analogy with um, it's a masterpiece that's now able to be more objectively identified through the molecules so that you are able to know whether it is the fermentation creates that unique characteristics that's now being able to pick up a profile print to tell them that hmm, this is still within that range of the consistency of the quality that the consumers are willing to pay that kind of price for. Where we come in from is democratizing expertise into AI models such that, even a farmer who is not an expert in grading but an expert in making the tea will now be able to assess straight away the profile so that you can let your potential wholesaler know the profile of that quality even before you ship the samples over for him to see, to touch and to taste. And that's becoming more and more important really because of the world of um, digitalization where travelling itself is a huge cost, whether it's due to COVID or whether it's due to Um, more carbon that you are emitting in the environment, you effectively now do not need to go through the process of sending samples, tasting, confirming the taste, asking again and again before you confirm an order.
1: Intrigued by what you heard in today's podcast? Would you like to learn more from our global network of T-Biz journalists and T-experts? Remember to visit the T-Biz website for more comprehensive coverage. That's www.t-biz.com. Thanks for listening. Farewell till next week.